Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring this So, shh so uh, Sarah's going down on uh, on Ben, and mm-hmm. a couple times I think he gets close and stops her. Can't, yeah. He does stop her. So she says, "What's the story? Are you too drunk to come?" <laughs> and he like, he, she's kneeling in front of him, kind of like like harried. Like, do you do you want to? I mean, I don't have anywhere to be. If you want to, just like you can finish. If you want, we can hang out. What do you want to do? And she, so she goes, "Are you too drunk to come?" And he goes, "I don't care about any of that." Uh, I've got some time left. I have more money. You can take all you want. I want you to stay. Just stay. To, to talk. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Just or stay. To, Isn't that what the, uh, Chris Farley's <sighs> last words were? Don't leave. That was, sorry. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so. Yeah. God, poor Chris Farley. Sorry. I love him so much. No, he mm-hmm. just. What's, that's a tragedy. and It's like, it's such a tragedy. This reminds me of that. I've read a lot yeah. about him and about that and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, yeah, it just. It's that, yeah, it is that idea of just stay because I might not be here in the morning. Yeah. So please just stay. He knows he's going to be here in the morning. You think so? Yeah, totally. Because the next thing that happens is he's laying on his back and she's laying on his chest drinking. Mm -hmm. And she says, what brings you to Las Vegas? And he says, I came here to drink myself to death. I maxed out my Amex card and I'm going to sell my car tomorrow. And she goes, how long will it take you to drink yourself to death? And he goes, I'm not sure. About four weeks, I think. And that is their dialogue. It's one of the most impeccable scripts I've ever read. It in the these are truly two characters, more so Ben obviously, but these are two truly two characters who have nothing left to lose. Nothing. Yeah. When she loses her apartment, that doesn't even slow her down that much. She gets kicked out and it kind of barely like bums her out barely. It's barely a bump in the road cuz that's where she's at, you know? Like, like Ben like Ben that, repeatedly like- he he burns his clothes twice. He burns all his possession in L.A. He burns everything. Yep. And then later, when he can't fit his clothes and his booze, he ditches his yep. clothes and he comes. Well, my God, that's one of my favorite things ever. Is when he's sitting there and he's like, "Well, I this is actually the only set of clothes I brought with me. Seemed prudent. Come to you clean, <laughs> as it were." <laughs> uh. So I would like to point out, and again, because I I like the nuts and bolts type stuff. All this whole scene, his apartment is, or his his motel room is red and burgundies and rust. It's earth tones. It's lit warm because all of the uh, like lampshades are red. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so they drift it's that off shitty motel, but it's reddish burgundy, warm, warm, warm palette, yep. saturated. They fall asleep. Smash cut to morning the next day. All cold color palette, mm-hmm. gray sky, Blues. hyper desaturated, yeah. and it's uh, it's a water truck watering the street, and it's that cold light of morning. It's you've taken it. It's two things. One, the night before, when you're drinking at night, and you're out drinking and you're doing the nightlife thing. There's a warm feeling, and then the mm-hmm. morning of the hangover is That's so the worst. cold. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cold. It could be and the gray. middle of July. Yeah. It's yeah, you wake up and you're like, cold. you're like, why is there no color anywhere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's or you're so fucking coked out, the sun's coming up and you have no idea <laughs> what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's also that. So this is now Sweet, the now store's we can, open soon. We can go get more booze. That's mm-hmm. when you know you are in trouble. Well, I like and her. that's 
we, been throughout the entire movie we is saw it earlier. I just have to level out. When I'm like, when I'm finished with this to... one, will you make me a gin and tonic? Yeah. And he's like, what you should have is a cup of coffee. Do you know what time it is? We see that oh, earlier. That's right. That's yeah, a great I love scene. this moment yeah. with this. It's like, why do I give a fuck? I don't give a fuck here. This one's on me. Yeah. And it, he doesn't even make him a gin and tonic. He just pours him a full glass of gin. Yep. And he goes, there you go. That's what you really is that, want. Is that that same bartender in LA before he mm-hmm. leaves? Yeah. yeah. So after they wake up, Sarah's like, shit, it's the morning and I only had one client. This is not going to go well. She gets home to Yuri. Yeah. And Yuri hits her twice. And she picks up a knife. And this, talk about performance, dude. She picks up a knife and whirls on him and his hands are out because he was going to hit her again. But now he's frozen because she's got a knife and he's afraid that she's going to cut him. Fucking stab him. Yeah. And she's got the knife and her hand slowly opens and she lowers her hand and puts the knife in his hand and then willingly on her on her. He hasn't said a word turns around, turns around, bends over the (sighs) kitchen table and pulls her dress up because he won't Mm. because. He doesn't cut her face because that's bad for business. He cuts her legs. Just behind her Just behind cheeks. her butt cheeks. Yep. Yeah, cuts her legs. And you, this is why, <sighs> this is part of why I like the Yuri character. But obviously he's reprehensible. Obviously we hate Yuri. We don't like Yuri. But this right. is why I like the, the character. <laughs> I understand. But this is why. You like how the character is written. Right, right. This is why I like. Just the, a minute, Max. You want to be best friends with Yuri. Yeah, like, I got it. It's fine. You like, his, <laughs> you like his accent. Hey, you're attracted to Latvians. It's no, okay. I got into this habit of like really trying to make my opinions clear when we did six hours of straw dogs. Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we won't. I'll watch the movie again. I will watch the movie again. Definitely. (sighs) So he, she hands Yuri the knife and turns around and is basically like, okay, you know, I, you're right. You should, you should probably cut me. And I like that Yuri doesn't. Yeah. Yuri turns around and he says, Sarah, I could have killed you. Yeah. Yep. Cause he was, he's like raging out and she hands him a knife and he's like, he goes over there and he looks kind of shaky and he looks fucked up that she would hand him this knife of his own accord. And we find out later that the one time he did cut her, he sobbed for like he cried and hours. Cried. Yeah. So, and we we see that he's on the run from I'm assuming the Russian mob. Yeah, they're after him. He probably took some money from them. But I like it's in the same way that I like that we don't actually know why Ben is an alcoholic. We he, don't know. We don't know how she ended how she, up yeah. a prostitute. We know that yeah. she lived in L.A. It's not that. It's, and then she moved to Las Vegas. It's that we really don't know that much about Yuri. No, we know she ran away from him in L.A. and he found he her found in Vegas. found her. That's what yes. it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where, We do know that. He says we were meant to be together. Aren't mm-hmm. you lonely? And she he says, says, why yes, did you I'm run lonely. away from me in Los Angeles? Yeah. And it's because he cut her. Yeah. But the, but what I one of the things I like about Yuri is he's not... he's. He's a bad guy, but he's not a mustache twirling bad nope. guy. We've been no, there's layers there. Yeah, yeah, he has. I like my bad guys with nuance, and he ha- there is some. He seems fragile. There's so- yes, he does. There's something else to Yuri, and we. I mean, he's pretty small part. We don't have to talk about him a bunch, but I think it's to this film's credit that they 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 take the bad guy and then they flush out around the sides a little bit i think he's shocked too when she turns around at how much control he has over her i don't think he ever realized right how, that until that a moment, real human moment how much him. control he has over her completely I, that she would willingly submit 
it's in such a, a horrific Jesus way Christ. to him. It's right. a horrible God. scene, yeah. but it's a really great moment in the movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, 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 yes. That's kind of the, the song of this movie is like, what a hard to watch <laughs> scene. What a that's, masterful I mean, scene. That's the entire thing, right? Like, So she goes out <sighs> to try and make up for her shitty night. And she tries to pick up Arlie Ermey. Oh my god. So this is one of the, and again, this is like a funny, it's a funny scene, but it's a heart, heartbreaking as well. Because her opening line is always, oh, you're here for the convention. Yeah, that's Which how is she, a great line because there's always a convention in Las Vegas. No matter where. You just say, you, you don't say hey, which convention. No, hey, you so say you're here the for, convention. Yeah, I'm here. For, oh, that's right. I'm here for the convention. And it's so fucking sad because she can't. She is having a slow day, a slow week. Yeah, and she can't pick up Arlie Ermy. He's as soon as he realizes he gets, he gets right, some kind her, of hooker. Or some something? kind of hooker. He points to his ring. I got a I wife, wife waiting, waiting for, for me at home. It's like holy shit! It just embarrasses her and makes her feel less than nothing. And then buys her another drink here. Oh, Chuck's like a five dollar bill at her. Have another one. Have on another me one on me. Away. And then uh, Danny Danny Houston is like, why don't you why don't you chalk don't it up a miss or whatever, yeah. like, and get out. A, a couple. They're times, always kicking her out. Well, anytime the casino figures out, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's Here's a prostitute. prostitute. You they, need to go. Yeah, they shuffle them out of there. Um, so she, we see her talking to her. Uh, shrink again and she's like there was something I felt like I had some kind of relationship with him and I wanted to I went out that night looking for him the vibe I love the difference between their meetings when he finds her he's all energy and he's drinking his beer when she finds him she's like hey how's it going and he's gone deep he's so deep he's sitting point. on a bench with a martini glass he's drinking, outside drinking the martini he's drinking a martini on a bench and he's not very responsive he's like oh hey yeah ben has gone away at and, this point and it you can see it it shocks her she knew he was a drunk yes but i'm not she didn't know he was this kind exactly of drunk. she thought drunk not drunk dude it's i don't think i maybe she didn't think he was serious about drinking himself to death because but, he's been yeah because he's been drinking and they're just talking and they're having a in the hotel before but now she realizes oh he wasn't fucking and just she, saying no and yeah. she she's like hey do you want to do something you want to go she wants to fuck again yeah that's in the way that booze is his language sex is her language mm-hmm. and she's like hey let's go have sex and he goes you want to go to dinner with me are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? No, I'm I'm not going to dinner with you. And she walks away, hails a cab. Before she gets in the cab, he's not even looking at her. He's looking where she was standing a second ago and she go, he goes, "They got prime rib on sale. It's 2.99." She gets in the cab, drives away. He takes a sip of the martini. She is gone. She's gone, gone. And he says, "I love that dress." God damn it. Dude, it's it's so fucking rough, dude. It's so hard. Unbelievably good. The fact that he is he's that far behind. His brain is is. It's not like just you're just like seeing double. He is like 15 seconds behind the world. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's she's not in. She's a full turn of the earth behind. She's getting into the cab and he's and he's not yelling after her. He's talking to her as though she's there still. (laughs) Prime ribs two ninety nine. And now that Connor's not here, I've definitely been that way a couple of times oh, where you're too, talking dude. to your friend and then you're like, wait, he's not here anymore. Yep. Hold yep. on. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad oh. I got that out of my system between like 21 and 24. I got it out of my system between. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen and uh, no, no. Let's be honest. Let's see. Probably between twenty-two and thirty-six. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Everyone lives the life they're living. Sorry, guys. My uh, dog was eating out of the fire pit in our backyard. (laughs) I had to go. That is deal with a family emergency. (laughs) You got your own little Ben Sanderson on your hands there. I looked out the front. I let him out one minute ago, and I look out the front. He's gone. I look out the back. He's back there, just like face full of charcoal, looking (laughs) up at me like this. Like, well, is it? Don't move. He won't notice me. If you stay still, you have the charcoal for camouflage. Oh my god. Anyway. Sorry for my absence. What did no I miss? Not we, uh, their second. Arlie meeting. Army. Did we, we get we, past that? Already? We, we blew past. We did him, blow right? past Arlie. I have Army. nothing to say about him except it's so weird to see him not as a drill sergeant. Yeah, Do you know, that's all. I, <laughs> yeah. in, but I loved it. He was fantastic. I have one more small note on Arlie Army, which is he's always better than you expect him to be. I love because when he pops Rest up in and peace. stuff. Yep. Yep. His whole man. But when he pops up and stuff, you are you're always like, oh, it's yeah, Arlie Ermey, and you think that they just threw him in there, and then he slays. Do you know what my favorite Arlie Ermey role is? The what? ghost in Frighteners. Uh, no, it's that is an awesome <clears throat> cameo. I'm sorry, it is the <laughs> the coach in Saving Silverman. <laughs> Have you ever seen Never that seen movie? Oh, have you ever seen that Dude, movie? That's a deep track, but I forgot all about that movie. Okay, first of all, Saving Silverman, great movie. Secondly, Arlie Ermey is fantastic. Isn't he in the Trojan Wars, too? The one about the kid that needs to go get a condom so he can fuck his girlfriend? <laughs> Good for Arlie Ermey. That's a movie? You know, it's, movie, it's yeah. the Trojan It's War. important to remember that Arlie... <laughs> he's making paychecks. He's making... Look, man, Any if, you, if anyone signs you a check at the end of the day... Wars. I thought you were talking about Troy with nope. Brad Pitt. No, nope, this look it up. This is a fucking. That's another great Brian comedy Cox about a fucking kid, a oh. high school kid that needs to find a rubber Trojan so he can fuck his girlfriend. And it, what it is becomes, the war part of it? Because it's the whole the whole Who's movie is fighting? him trying to find a condom. Sure, that's like a quest. One, but it's a quest. It becomes like a Harold and Kumar kind of mm. thing, right? Harold and Kumar go to CVS. <laughs> Dude, you you say that and laugh. I would watch that movie. Yeah. Harold and Kumar go Absolutely. to CBS. I would spin that in a heartbeat. Hey, did you know John Cho is like 48? Yeah. He's so old, but he looks so young. 17. He looks Amazing. 17. Yeah, honestly. Is John Cho the one? Which uh, that one? would be Harold. I don't know which of the two of them there. He was are. in Star Trek. Was he in House? Was he the doctor on House? No, that's Cal Penn. That's Kumar. Okay, yep. so this guy, oh, John. Sorry, I got it wrong. So John Cho is Harold? Yes. yes. John, John Cho-, Cho is Asian. Well, they're both. Asian, but Cal Penn is Indian. John Cho is, uh, I assume, Chinese, I think, with Cho. That's he a Chinese last was name. recently, I don't know if it still stands, but the last I saw, he was cast as Spike Spiegel in the live-action Cowboy Bebop movie. Would it be weird if I peed on the bottle? I think like, that's still up. At, like, I just peed on the front lawn. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to say... It's pouring rain outside right now. There's a bathroom right in here. Yeah, that is oh, a bathroom. Oh, that one's a bathroom. Yeah. That is a bathroom. Yeah. Sorry, keto makes... Yeah, dive on in, baby. I am going to talk to myself because of the dead air thing. Uh, So, 
the, so the next, the next stick with me for a second. So the next thing that happens, thanks, buddy. Fly with me. So Ben is this weird being in a different space. I forgot what we were doing for a second. It's all good, baby. I'm also at like hour thirty right now. Bathroom in there. There's soap and paper towels on. Thank you. So. Let Connor lets you and I talk. Yes, please. <laughs> Dude, I have iron. I'm sorry. I it's 8:12. I haven't eaten dinner yet and I'm on my third cider. So, it's your, all bets are off. When we're out of this, we'll get some dinner. We'll all take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Carl will have to eat. Um, okay. So, where are we at? We're we're, we're at after Ben ben, uh, ben and Sarah have met for the second time. Sarah comes back to Ben's motel mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, do you still want to go to dinner?" And he says, "Yes." And they right. go to the they think they go get spaghetti. I think it is spaghetti, but he doesn't eat any of it. No, it's he, just sitting there. And know. I, I kind of like that he still makes an excuse where he says, mm-hmm. "I think I put too much salt on it." That's. And she's like, "Is it bad?" I'm he just goes, now picking up on that. I I didn't get that at the time because he stirs it around but doesn't eat it. Yeah, and he goes, "I put too, I much, put too salt much salt on it." On it. And she goes, "Is mm-hmm. it bad?" He goes, "No, it's good. It's good." He hasn't eaten any. He doesn't know that it's good. Yeah. And, and then he knocks something over, and the waitresses. He knocks you know, it, don't he worry, don't one worry. of their drinks off. Yeah, um, they look like they drink a lot of like vodka cranberries in this, which <laughs> you know, it's a diuretic, hey. I guess. Yeah, you there you go. Some cranberry in there, but there's this there's this excellent moment in this where they could just talk, but she looks at him and she goes, "Why are you a drunk?" And he goes, "Is that?" You have a note on Is that, that really? Oh, I'm just on the wiki quotes here. Is that really what you want to ask me right now? And she mm-hmm. goes, "Yeah." And he goes, uh, "Oh well, I I was wondering uh, if he this says, was, well, then this is our first date or our last. Yeah, until now our, I wasn't sure it was either. I wasn't sure it was either." And she says, and "She a says first. it's our first, dude." I this I just I'm trying not to cry at all on Mike, but we Carl and man, I, you should hear it's our wait, first date. Wait until oh, you come on. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. And so sad. And so sad. This movie does that really well, right? It makes God. you feel two things at the same time, but there's always tragedy kind of like lapping at the underside. Yeah. There's another moment later on that. The ghost of Carl He's Hartley like just emerged like from my half bathroom. Hammered. <laughs> um, it's because I turned the heat way down. We'll turn it on while we're getting dinner. But So she says yeah, it's we our, just it's our she says it's our first date and <laughs> nomination for sexiest cigarette she gets a cigarette in her mouth and then is digging around for a light and Nicolas Cage pulls out a book of matches mm-hmm. oh it's like a magic trick almost hammered drunk with one hand opens it gets yeah. a match out lines the match up and snaps his fingers and lights it and Dude, it is one of the coolest fucking things you've ever mm-hmm. seen. I have to say, I lovingly thought of you during the cigarette smoking scene. I thought, oh, okay. that is a sexy cigarette. Yes, I bet Carl loves that. Sure do. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? He's getting yeah, healthy, man. You're getting so healthy. Yeah, you look so great. Healthy. My skin feels great. It looks great. It, it feels soft. That actually it looks soft. Bird said that the other day. Uh, I think it was the first time you came in. After you Bird started, said, boy, Carl looks soft. No, it was like <laughs> doughy. I can think I is feel what? him. <laughs> he looks really pasty soft. Yeah. No, but it was it was he like, like he looks like an uncooked dough. <laughs> I think it was like three three maybe it was two weeks after you started keto and you left and Bird was like he he's got that like glow. She said you looked really healthy. 
now you can kind of see the weight loss. It's starting to come out of your face a little oh bit. Oh my gosh, that's really cool. But the first, I, dude, the first, when you came in and you were doing keto, it was like, you, you, you know, when your skin looks healthy, you can yeah. just tell. You totally, that's you came crazy. in and I was like, Carl's working the keto thing. I think you look lovely. Thank I think you. I'd eaten like two I'm donuts feeling, for I'm breakfast. Feeling a little, <laughs> <might've>, <laughs> feeling a little weird. Bert just right glances now, askance at you. Yeah. Boy, you, uh, you should see what Carl's like, doing over there. Doesn't Carl look great, you Max? Should, should, I'm, wait, I'm like, Carl, you look fantastic. You should feel how soft my undersack is right now. <laughs> Your undersack? My undersack. Do you have an oversack? Maybe. I do. I have an over <laughs> it and begs under. The Actually, we talked about this in Shape you of Water. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Oh, that. you guys already recorded Shape of Water. Yeah, we did. I don't we need did. to be on it, but I well, I can't wait to listen to did, the Shape did. of Water recording. It's a heartbreak. Two hours and 55 minutes, yeah. and both of us cried. Kleenex were the cries guys like four, or five, four times. or five times hey hot take shape of water real good movie oh you ain't kidding top five God. All time. That, top that hey really remember when it directors? won best picture and it was actually deserving yeah remember when this one won best picture and also was no was nominated no, nominated and best actor for i haven't thought about stage. eggs the same way since shape of water no, no neither have i but it made well, me want i haven't thought about eggs the them. same way since keto and i was so happy did you i Again, I didn't know spoilers for the Shape of Water episode. I don't know if it's coming out before or It'll after be this one, but uh, before this one. Did you guys talk about Michael Stuhlbarg at all? Because that man, uh, he's the the Russian agent Dimitri. who's like, Dimitri. yeah. We talk, yeah. We talk, Michael Stuhlbarg is did you not the hear, actor. Did you not hear me say it was a two hour and fifty five yeah. minute yeah. episode? We talked about we talked every about the blades of, of grass that, movie, that they walked Turned past the hand. for two seconds. We yeah, we took it top to bottom. Oh. Yeah, man. Okay, all and right. I'm into, so excited for this. And episode. we dug into the symbolism. But let me let me just say that Michael Stuhlbarg. I don't know if you've seen Call Me by Your Name, but mm. Michael Stuhlbarg has the scene in that movie. It's at the very very end. He plays uh, Timothy Chalamet's dad in that movie, but. That guy is just on fire. He's such a good actor. I love that. Michael Stuhlbarg he, he is, is a super good. He's actor. one of those character actors that you know you don't always notice, but man, oh man, that was one he's of got the, the goods. He's that was got one the of the things so we talked bad. about with the Shape of he's Water great. was Michael. Yeah. How, the like what excellent use of Michael Shannon. Oh, <laughs> stop it! All right, we're not talking about the All Shape right. of Water. We're talking about if Levis you get me on Michael Shannon, I'll go for twenty minutes. Michael Shannon's in Knives Out, and he's great. Stop. Go see Knives Out. That's all I got. Stop it. All right, back to I'm leaving Las Vegas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So they leave their date, and they're walking down the street, and he's going to go back to his hotel. He's like, I had a wonderful time. We should talk about tomorrow. Maybe we should do something. And she goes, Why don't you come back? Why don't you go to your hotel and get your stuff? Or no, just crash at my place. She mm-hmm. goes, Why don't you just come to my place? We'll wake up tomorrow and we'll talk about tomorrow at my place. Because she doesn't want... she. This is their first date and she's like, move in with me. Yep. And he's like, you're acting kind of crazy. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't say that. She goes... She she goes, why not? I've got pl- I've got stuff to drink at my place. You can wake up, and if you want to bail, you can bail. And he looks kind of uncertain, and he's drunk, and he's, he's kind of confused because he's drunk. And then she goes, do it, Ben. She just, like, commands him. Mm-hmm. I love this bit where she goes... Come on, just do it, Ben. And his smile, the smile spreading across his face mm. is this, you can see that it's this fragile belief that this might really be kindness. And he says, God damn it. There's like this childishness to it. That's too. perfect. Mm-hmm. It is. A, it's a childlike smile. And God then he, he says, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And he seems so 
genuinely happy that someone would be this nice to him. She's so cute too. Just the way that she interacts with him. Yeah. She's just in every, and I mean that in the most respectable way, she's just so cute in this movie and the way that she acts with him and the way that she's vulnerable with him and the way that she opens up to him. And it's just, it's adorable. She's so sweet and you see her be hard with other people. Yeah. With everyone, with her clients, with everyone, especially in that last at the at end first, but, oh my God, but stop. no i know i don't i don't want to get there but, but she's just so sweet and cute with him and it's like oh yeah there's a person in there you're you're a real fucking, person you have a heart and you first uh, morning that the, oh the i know the presents, I got presents, Carl, I the got presents. presents. before oh we get to presents God, before we get to presents i know my heart is breaking before we get to presents we have to okay. talk what presents are my next note right, and then we can present. talk about it i want to talk about presents so bad i want to talk about the morning he wakes up and she's already awake and watching him waiting for him to wake up mm-hmm. and she says uh why don't you i want you to go back to your hotel and get your things and bring them back here and move in with me and he's like no he says no mm-hmm. and he says and he explains the reason that he won't do that is because what he's doing is killing himself and he doesn't want to be here for that that seems like a very private thing dude i love it he has this line <laughs> him killing himself is a well, very yeah, private for, thing for yeah him yeah. i don't know how my how good my brain was at doing this but he'll he basically i think what he says is he's like i've been very in control for the last few days you haven't seen it get bad yet right I bump into things right i knock things over the yeah. whole thing. don't you think you'd get a little bored living with a drunk she says well that's what i want and he says you haven't seen the worst of it. I knock things over, throw up all the time. These past few days, I've been very controlled. You're like some sort of antidote that mixes with the liquor and keeps me in balance, but that won't last forever. Dude, that the way he God. says I throw up all the time. I throw up all the time. He goes, I throw up all the time. All it's the just time. such a yeah. casual throwaway thing. It's just part thing. of it. Yep. He throws up all the time. And when, she, when he concedes, he concedes mm. on one... There is one rule that he has, and I absolutely love the line. He looks at her, and he looks. It's the only time he looks at her with anything really less than at least some admiration. It is cold, and there is no love in his face at all when he looks at her. Because he's like, I want you to know that I am fucking serious about this. And he says, you can never, ever ask me to stop drinking. Do you understand? It's the only time he ever talks to her like that in pretty much the entire film. And she says, I do. I Mm -hmm. really do. I do. I I really really do. do. God damn it. It's truly a masterpiece. That's real good. It really, (laughs) really is. I don't think I realized how good it was until I was sitting here talking with you guys. Like how often does I liked it, but I was like, I was coming down from it a lot over the last couple of, I watched this on Sunday, I think it was like, it's been a couple day experience. (laughs) Like it is. That's, that's how the movie works, man. I I watched it this morning. Um, Oh yeah. Wow. So you're fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I watched it Tuesday morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I watched it this recently. If I'd had too long to sit on this, this would have been, I mean, we're already going to go, we're going to roll over into like two and a half. Mm-hmm. This would have been three if I'd had time Easy. to really pick it apart. <laughs> so Easy. the next day he, he, we get the funny, it's funny. And I want, I hate saying that it's funny, but tell me it's not funny when he's trying to close his fucking suitcase. Full oh of my liquor. God. It's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious, but you want to cry. And it pays and then you, off you have to accept, you you have to accept that every bit of humor in this movie is going to be tinged with sadness. Yeah. But yeah. it's still okay it, to laugh. Like, it, there's some genuinely very funny moments in this. It earns its funny. For sure. It really does. You just can't dig too deep How into it. Because then you go, oh, God, that's so <laughs> Nicolas sad. Nicolas Cage <laughs> walk for 
forget fucking up where he is and he walks down the other escalator and she's above him and he turns let's around have a drink. Goes, let's have a drink uh my favorite bit that comes is fucking hilarious several and scenes it sets later you up to it sets you up to break your heart because the next yeah. scene is devastating mm-hmm. sorry what were you saying oh i was just i'm skipping way ahead but speaking of humorous parts he gets fucking he falls through a table I'm at a the resort pear. i'm a prickly pear <laughs> <laughs> sorry my levels are off the charts here but yeah he falls through a glass table he's bleeding he has glass shards in his back i'm a prickly pear i'm a prickly pear <laughs> now connor i that's so funny it, it is, is very funny it is funny but also horrible because he has shards so of glass funny. in his back yeah it's God. here's what here's one of the things I love about this movie. Ooh. And I'm not I swear I'm not trying to bummer that laugh because I get that it's funny. Oh no, please. But alternate perspective just for me, his face in that moment, hurt and hurt and bleeding, but drunk enough to think it's still funny. Mm-hmm. I get it, dude. I'm not bummer I'm not downing what you said. Oh, please. I've but I've I have other than the relative I talked about earlier, I have a mm-hmm. lot of alcoholism in my family. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people fuck themselves up really bad, like hurt themselves through the skin, hurt <sighs> bad, or like. But they're true, too drunk to know too how drunk bad to it know, is. and they yeah. think it's funny. And it, again, what made this scene? I personally yeah. didn't laugh. I kind of got like oh, choked up and kind of fucked okay. up by it. I've because I've his face, dude. His eyes are like mostly closed. He's kind of gone. He's smiling real big. But it's that fucking wrong smile where it's like that, you know? Yeah. It's like a like he's having a stroke smile, and there's blood pouring down him. And she, uh, Elizabeth Shue is worried, and he's like, "I'm a prickly pat." And I've seen exactly that moment. Well, she's also mortified because yes. the woman's coming out. Yeah, yeah. She's sorry, I just hit the mic. No, but she's did. coming to to clean, but, and Elizabeth she, or um, Sarah is so embarrassed but that's what i and but that's what i one of the things i really like about this movie is i don't think there is any particular way that you have to read it like it dude it's funny it's totally funny sure. but for me it, it couldn't be funny because it was so well done you know what i'm saying oh like, yeah dude he he nailed it and what made it tragic wasn't what wasn't him it was what i was bringing to it yeah and a movie I, that can resonate with with that level of verisimilitude I think it's different things for you Based on your life experience Yeah, Totally like I'm coming to this with pretty much a blank slate Carl you're coming to this having been Ben at certain points in your life yep. And Max you're coming to this having seen Ben In some of your close family yeah. And friends and like That's three totally different perspectives And that's what, and we talk about this all the time On the show that's why fucking movies are brilliant Right you, you never watch art the same film twice You, you never do and no two people watch the same movie, which is why we like talking about it yep. so fucking much. Oh my god! Every time that dog runs over the cables, I know I'm like, I get real nervous. I'm like red lights, red lights. All right, so oh, Connor wanted to talk about the flask. So I do you want to skip over the flask for a second? We can come back to the presents. Yep, absolutely. That's let's fine. let's go to blackjack. He definitely wanted to talk about present. So black blackjack is one of the most heartbreaking scenes I think in the entire movie because they're having so much fun and it and ends it, so abruptly. And the reason is she won't bring him a Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. Well, bring I, him a Bloody Mary, and he is so far gone. He forgets. He time travels in his brain. He yells several times. The last thing we hear is, like, he's my son. He's my son. He's my son. So he is fucking going back in time. This is a blackout. He acknowledges later that it's a blackout. because he, yeah, he I, I don't remember leaving the casino. I, I remember playing blackjack. I don't, or does he say, I don't say this very often, or I haven't yeah. said this in a long time, but... 
how did our evening go? Because he doesn't remember. Yeah. I remember Blackjack and I remember the security taking me out. But you're right, dude. That is fucking heartbreaking. Yep. And the, one of the reasons I wanted to it's talk the about it. Of the, it's the explosive way that that scene ends where we know that he's fucked up, but we don't expect a table flip. We don't expect big, a man. glass to get broken. We don't expect six security guards and her trying to pull them off of him and him screaming, he's my son, over and over again. It kind of reminded me of the moment in Red Fuck Rock me, West dude. where he... Is it Red Rock West where he punches the light bulb? I think so. He's in the bathroom and he just punches a light bulb and you're like, what the fuck? Yep. It's... Th- any other movie, this would be what I what we would call the Nick Cage moment where he goes it's, really big. It's not... Not in this one, Even a dude. little bit. No. This is a the, the realest human moment I think that I have... You don't come across this type of moment very often in any film. The movie earned that level of violence from mm-hmm. him. And it's... And I'm watching Pretty I'm watching wild. the next the next scene through a fucking haze because my eyes you're are full. Crying. Yeah, it's insane. So we skipped over the presence. Let's jump back and talk about the presence. Connor, take us into the presence. I just love the presence. I think it's so sweet. It's like Christmas morning. It is. He He's rolls excited. over and she got presents for him. She got him new clothes. And even though he says something to the effect of like he's got his suit. And that's the only clothes he's got because he burned all of his clothes. And he knows he's not going to need these clothes because he's going to be dead. We go buy soon. We go buy 40 pairs of underwear and throw one away. 45. 45, right. (laughs) Right, yeah. A pair of jeans and 45 (laughs) pairs of underwear. underwear. I tell you, you know, it's maybe it's the alcohol, but for between the drool and some interesting things come out of your mouth, Ben. Yeah. Um, Between the 101 proof breath and the drool. Between the 101 proof (laughs) breath and the drool, some interesting things come out of your mouth. Mouth. Yeah. And then there's this great line because the second present is a flask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she bought, it rocks him back. Yeah, he's he is stunned that she bought him a flask because it's it, not just the words. Yeah, I'll fine. You can drink. Do you, you want to talk? She's she's enabled him absolutely. But it, it's that combination of like how do you explain it? He knows that I, she's done a bad thing by enabling him, but also I that disagree. she would that she would care enough about him and understand the only thing that really means anything to him is drinking. So she would get him that gift despite the fact that she doesn't want him to he knows she doesn't want him to drink deep down, but I think it's the thought that she would mm-hmm. go to to get him that, that. Right. go against her own wishes to get him that flask to do that. Yeah. Right. How much it means, how much she cares about I th- him. I think what what he's reacting to is she's aware that he's really going to do it. She's taking Really going to kill himself by yeah. drinking. She's yeah. taking him seriously. He said, yeah. I'm going to kill There's myself lines. with alcohol. And she says, and she buys him a flask because he's got three weeks left to live. And that present will mean something to him. Yeah. She could. She buy, wants to make it the best three weeks of his life. She could you know? buy him a suit. She could <laughs> buy him some shoes. She could buy him a nice meal. But he's got three weeks to live, and what what will actually mean something, even though it will help kill him, it means something. And he, right. I think he thinks that's brave of her. And he yeah. says, "I'm very impressed. You would buy this for me," mm-hmm. which of course made me cry. Yep. Yeah, Dude, there's a few of those moments. There's one coming up that wrecked me. <laughs> which one? The table flip? We talked about the table flip. No, not the table flip. Okay. It's it's toward the very end. All I'll, right. I'll get there. We're it's not there. it's not the bad scene, but it's so it's I mean that wrecked. Before that, I'm sure well, that wrecked all of us. In a that different way. Totally yeah, it just 
Carl, you and I are going to have a brief I spit on your grave to okay. talk because sure. I want to talk about the power of this scene because we've watched movies that are only about that and I think this might do it better. Of the rape scene? Yeah. Because we don't, we don't aren't shown... But we, we are, linger, but, we, but we are, but we are, the way that it's revealed, yeah. we'll get there when we get there. I don't want to rush it. I don't, I mean, maybe we should just pull the bandaid, but so he, after flipping the blackjack table, he wakes up on the couch heavy into like DTs. He's doing well, God. All right. What he's doing, the, the twitching, the, hick, the hicking, the, yeah, I really like that detail. It breaks my heart, but that's a really, that's a really true portrayal because what yeah. happens when you get way way into alcoholism and you haven't eaten food in a long time and you you experience start experiencing the dts your intestines start to die <sighs> and you drink to partially to cover over the pain of that but that that tick where it's not he's not he's not convulsing it's what it is is it's cramps because your intestines are dying and they all constrict like like when you uh when you take the the pill for like a colonoscopy or whatever right it, it forces everything out of you it's in totally involuntary and it's very small and it's right at the waist exactly like nick cage is doing motherfucker it's it's and you can tell even if you had no idea that was a thing just the the trueness of of that performance it's not like he's doing a thing no his physicality physicality in this movie and his, so good. his commitment to it, this it doesn't come across like aping anything. Yeah. No. Also, he just looks like shit the whole movie. Yeah. Like he's this he is also like pre hair plugs Nicolas Cage too, so he's like balding and which is just great. Oh, he just looks awful. Mm-hmm. He looks like a guy at the end of his rope. And it's at the end of his life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so good. You want to talk emotional devastation when he gets to the refrigerator on his hands and knees. And he pulls out a half-empty thing of Ugh. orange juice mm-hmm. and a bottle of he's vodka. Pouring the vodka in the orange in the juice. orange juice, and he's gets the gets the the or like the the screwdriver the mm-hmm. in the jug screwdriver, and he's squeezing the jug to sp- it's spray medicine it in, at this point. I mean, it has been for a while. This yeah, is not, I mean, he's he's just trying to keep his heart going. Yeah, <laughs> like no, it's seriously. not even. No, we talked yep. about this on another yeah. episode. It's the only drug that the police have to. I heard that. Do. I just listened to that. Yeah, whatever that was. That so episode your, your heart will stop. Yeah. This deep in, if you just go cold turkey, you're yeah. dead. Yeah, but um, dude, him at the sink. When he gets to the sink and like he's got those long strands of drool coming out of his mouth and he's like dry heaving. There's not even anything coming out. There's nothing in there. No clear either. It's nothing. Yeah. That's when he goes into the bed and he's like, how did our evening go? Yeah. And man, it's. And then he they have a little moment and he says, you know, like, hey, I'm going to why don't I go out and get us some breakfast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the bar. And once again, we're about to enter a scene which I will fully acknowledge is funny top to bottom. There is from the oh, moment the bar scene from the moment well. he oh walks the biker <laughs> the the, in the from bar. the moment he walks into the bar to the moment that they're like kissing back in the apartment uh-huh. it's like six funny minutes yep it's really funny too it's not a little funny it's like you're laughing out loud and you feel it's like the, the only little bit of of fresh air that we it's get. real silly it's the last gas before we um, go on here. yeah did you pick up on who the bartender is no it's Julian Lennon who's Julian Lennon John Lennon's son. The guy who did the... The bartender in no, that wait, scene. wait, wait. He's in a band. The Ghost That's, of the Sabretooth Tiger? There's Sean Lennon and Julian Lennon. There's this two, is, uh, two this Lennons. Is the this other is the other one. Lennon. Yeah, that's the bartender in that bar with the bikers. 
he's the guy who like comes out and you know helps him out this, after he gets hit by the stupid, biker. But I gotta ask you to leave. I love what we that do line. Here. This yeah, right, is gonna exactly. sound stupid. This yeah. is gonna sound stupid, but this I got yep, that's Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son. His I like his like he turns into what I imagine a drunk English professor's like <laughs> <laughs> when he's on the stool, you know? And she comes. I thought I might yeah, spend some time with this right. woman. And, yeah. and the guy comes over and he's like, I'm not going to just stand here and let her suck on your ear. And he's like, I hate to inform you, but we've decided to spend some time together in a motel. <laughs> and the dude headbutts him. so good. It's hilarious. It's so good in that scene. He hits the ground, he comes up, he's all bloody. And. Kind of in the same way that in like in the movie with Nail and I, yeah. when the guy wakes up in the back seat and there's yes. Jimi Hendrix playing, and he's like, "What are you, what are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm making time." <laughs> and he whips around and it becomes like the most iconic shot of all time when he's walking back into her apartment, whistling, blood pouring down his shirt with a bag Bags of groceries, groceries baguette <laughs> sticking out of the top, big baguette, yeah. and he's just got his sunglasses on. In that moment, I can see 16-year-old Carl being like, this guy fucking rocks. Right. It's iconic, dude. It really is. Yeah. He's a totally tragic character, but that moment is badass. And one of my favorite moment, moments is almost when he immediately looks at, after that. When he looks at the landlady's ass yeah. and goes, very, very sexy. Na- yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Yes. I feel bad for that landlady. She oh, put up man. with a She put up with so much shit. What did you think of the landlady's <laughs> that poor landlady. the landlady's husband who was pretending oh, yeah. to practice his golf swing oh, so he could have his God. golf club in case this drunk guy started any shit? It's oh, fucking God. hysterical, dude. They're so funny. <laughs> what funny little side characters, the landlady and her husband. They do end up being pretty brutal characters by the end, though. I don't think they are brutal. They're just trying to get by, I think. I do. I do. I When she says, we, we're going to need you to be out by the end of the week. Yeah, I, I understand why they did it. They are mm-hmm. they are straight society. And it's, and Sarah and Ben are not part of the straight world. I'm not talking sexuality. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. But, like, dude, they are, like, in the, in the weeds. Those are some seedy people. They're not part of the same world. I get it. If you have white picket fence, 2.5 mm-hmm. kids, you tell these people to get the fuck off your property. Yeah. But... Mm. But if you've, I mean, dude, you've been in rough parts of Baltimore. Yeah. I lived in the UP. I've been on 581 a whole shitload of times. And sometimes you got to cut people like this a lot of slack. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I, I think I, they I, do. I think I it's interesting it. because they're trying to live this white picket fence life in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> like, so there you're, is you're a certain amount of leeway. I mean, you, yeah. you know, you see him on the ground at the beginning. We, and, all, we and also like, don't know yeah, what other kind right, of shit they've put had up to put it. up with before this. Yeah. It seems it's to true. me like. Yeah. Also, I think they know she's a prostitute. They've been turning a blind eye to it for a while because I'm sure she brings John's back now to the this apartment. It's gotten to a point where they're like. It's, yeah, it's gotten too it's much. It's to the point where it's, it's infringing on their livelihood and their business and their way of life. So, yeah, they got to they got to cut ties. And there's, you know. A certain amount of pain in her voice when she says, we're going to need you to be out by the end of the week. Like she's sort of resigned. She doesn't want to do it. She feels for her. But I I didn't hear the pain. What maybe maybe where I I think it's more of a sigh, like a resignation, sort of like what I I hate to do this. What I read into it was like pulling the band aid. Like she's trying to stay informal and not make it a personal thing. Because the husband, it's a business thing. The husband looks crestfallen. He's he's kind of like, well, he's losing the nice (laughs) thing to look at. Yeah, no. in a weird way. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I mean, I felt a little bit. He was a little leery. I don't know. Yeah. 
So after we put, are you just counting the seconds till you can put something in your belly? I was just curious where. What I was time at. is it up? He's what, at twenty six hours right now. And you got to go to thirty six. Yeah. Thirty six. He's Jeepers. got ten more. It's called a monk fast. I'm impressed as fuck right now, honestly. Dude. So what is that? Like eight. 36 hours. Six in the morning? What? Yeah, I'll be actually eating. Is that going to end up being 40 hours? But Goodness sakes. Yeah. You can actually. Almost, You're a man among men. Almost everyone can I'm do gonna it. I'm going to eat the second we're done with I this. <laughs> and I'm going to hover around you and eat everything no, you I'm gonna drop. I'm going to make on double the, the mac and cheese. You can totally have some. It. Carl Absolutely. will hide. We'll eat it in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even concerned. Dude, Dude, he's, sick little mac and cheese in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Our little shame snort. dinner. <laughs> Our little Ben Sanderson mac and cheese balls. I Max can, and I will eat a shame oh, dinner in my the toilet. You can so never that, ever ask me not to eat mac and cheese. Do you understand? I do. I really do. I really it's, do. It's Annie's mac and trees too. It's little shapes. Don't oh, tell shit. him that. Well, if I had not known I'm that it sorry. was not trees, I would be. Yeah. Now he's a mess. All right. <laughs> Speaking of a mess, they oh they go for it on a shopping trip, mm-hmm. and two things happen. One, he says some real shitty stuff to her. We can. I'm okay glossing it because I'm more interested yeah. in what happens after. This is where the guy tells him he should go back, because which is a beautiful really, line. Oh, yeah. Ben, yeah, you can tell by the way she says it. She, she says, it. She, says w- she says, "Wait a minute," and he goes, "You really should wait." And he goes, "Why?" Well, you could tell by the way she, she says it. She really wants you to. Yeah. Um, Gosh. And one thing I'd like to point Unsolicited out here: solicited from this just. Yeah, it's fucking this is some this citizen. Is a, citizen. Yeah. Uh, not Stan Lee. Did, did you? I have a performance note, and I wanted to see if you picked it up too. When he drinks, I I noticed it with this beer that he drinks because they give him bring him a big pint of beer. Mm-hmm. I noticed it with this beer, and then I noticed it from then on. And I'm pretty sure if I watched I the I movie again, you'd see it all the way through. The way he drinks a beer is very specific to hardcore alcoholics. Mm. His he it he drinks using his jaw. And his cheeks and his his lips. It's he's working his mouth to get more in mm-hmm. and down faster. Yeah. It's not a chug. It's similar to that. It's like, well, because he, he, in public you can't slam your beer. Right. But there is a way to drink a beer a lot faster, and that's what he's doing. It's this. It's you it's like unhinging your jaw. Yeah. So you, you really do. You get you yep. get more your yeah. mouth more around it, and the more you get in your mouth, you can use the weight. That's of how the I beer. would take a Guinness down in two seconds. Yep, you can use the weight of the beer pressing on all of the beer that's in your mouth. It, yeah. It's like fuel injection. It, you can I force to, it directly down your throat. I do that at bars as a as a bet and get a free drink. Oh really? Yep. Yeah. Huh. And it's huh. it's it's a it's a drunk thing, and he is doing it here. And as soon as I saw it, I was like. I can't believe how many little things. All those details. He puts all those details. There's so much. It's unreal. Everything is spot on. Yeah. Everything is spot on. I fucking love it, dude. I hate it, but I love it. No, that, uh, yeah. So here's the part I wanted to talk to you about. Um, okay. Let's see here. Two hours ago. <laughs> there it is. So, um, so when when he he because basically he's he gives her shit for being a prostitute. Right. That's the shitty thing he says mm-hmm. to her. And they're being they're weird at home and she's like I'm going out to work. I'd really like for you to, you know, I'd like I'd I'd be really happy if you were here when I got home. Maybe, Maybe we, we could watch, watch some, some TV, TV or something. something. Yeah. Be home around 3, I think. I'll be home around 3. And she, she on her way out, he she says to him because you know, she'll probably go out to the bars. She mm-hmm. goes, "Be careful." Mm-hmm. And then she goes around 
the the corner she's like standing by the corner and he, even though he's been saying like no right before this i'm sorry let me back up a second mm-hmm. yeah. she comes out of the bedroom and he says maybe i'll ask one of your johns what it's like to sleep with you and she goes mm-hmm. they wouldn't know maybe you should ask me sometime i'd love to show you yeah and then that kind of shuts him up and he is by the way devastatingly drunk at this point he's doing that half-lidded the tv could be on or off and he'd still be looking at it thing mm-hmm. And then she, on her way out, she's like, I'll be home around three. I'd really like it if you were home. Maybe we could watch some TV or something. Be careful. And he turns, and here's why I think that he's not, that he's just dealing with his own shit, but he would never put that on her. As mm-hmm. He says, you be careful too. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. He doesn't say, I'll miss you while you're gone, or no, it's, I'm going well, I'm I'm to miss you when I'm gone. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. dude. It's a ama- It's an amazing moment because he's, he's fucking ripped out of his head, and he's acknowledging. He's like, I really don't necessarily like this whole you going and fucking other people thing, but I really respect you and I love you. I think yeah. this is. I, I think we may have, because um, I think it was just a small scene in between. I think we may have skipped past the part I wanted to touch on. Uh, there's a scene where, um. Is it after he's in the fridge with the orange juice that they're just like cuddling on the bed? Yes. Yeah. Um, and she said, he says like, maybe I should just go. Like, maybe I should go back to my hotel or whatever. I think there's a point where he says like, this is getting to be too much for you. And he says like, I'm just going to go back to my hotel. Like, you know, we, we don't need to do this anymore, essentially. And she, I've got the line in front of me here. She says, uh, you go back to your hotel and I'll go back to my glamorous life of being alone. The only thing I have to come home to is a bottle of mouthwash to get the taste of cum out of my mouth. I'm tired of being alone. That's what I'm tired of. And that's that's, that's when she asks him to go get his stuff and move in with her. That's way back. That's way back. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's she sits. Well, down we missed that yeah. because that's when she's that's on, when, a part that broke me. When yep. she says like I'm tired of being alone. Yeah. When she's on the toilet is when he grabs the bottle and pours a glass and has a quick yep, drink. Right. right. But yeah, that's. God, that's a devastating line. Well, you, because she is, she's with multiple people every night, but she's so alone. You know what's? And do you know what? That's actually a that's a uh, an echo of a line earlier when Yuri finds her. He goes, "Aren't you lonely? Don't you uh, feel alone?" And she goes, "Yeah, I'm lonely." And yeah. I would call what is happening in that moment. I'd say he's raping her while they're having that conversation. Yeah, it's a fucking this movie guts you completely. Yeah, but that mm. said. Anyone who thinks that they can stomach this kind of content, I would absolutely recommend this movie to people. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's I think it's a day. blisteringly real portrayal of alcoholism, and if you've ever known anybody that's suffered from that, yeah, that's, yeah. It, it's worth knowing what they're going through. Yeah. Do you guys want to... Do you guys want to uh, 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 mumble and stutter our way through one more sexy, sad moment? Sure. There's only one more left in the film. One more sexy, sad moment? Yeah, because, I, dude, it's sexy. Is it the, the, the resort scene? It, it's the, no. the re, it's the resort no. where they're by the pool, right? Is that yes. what you're referring okay, to? Okay, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I'm like, because that's really weird if you're no, thinking no, that no. last humping was anything but just we the have, most devastating we, thing a, that you've ever seen. Look at my notes. We're not to the end yet. Okay. <laughs> no, not quite. We got about <laughs> we got some time. <laughs> Five Four hours left. left to go. Yeah. No, I oh, already. Boy. I think I already told you that I think the last scene of this movie is almost too real for my yeah, consumption. I, I almost but, can't even. But um, when they go to that little place in the desert, yeah. 
I like this scene and I like what this scene does, which is it lets it lulls you into being happy mm-hmm. and then hits you in the face. At first, it's a look at what their life could be like outside of Las it's Vegas. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, dude. When like he, the the possibilities. It's the glimmer what, of oh hope. Oh my god! When he's when he's <sighs> like, there's no hope. He goes, "I'm gonna go. I gotta go get the blender, Fuck and, me, dude. <laughs> and blend. I'm just gonna blend everything up." And he walks into the pool, and he doesn't come up. Just drinks his beer underwater. <laughs> just drinking his beer underwater. He's, he's but it's kind his, of charming and funny and yeah. fun. Totally. This to me is like the bloody it's nose cute. groceries bag. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I, you're it's like, cute. you're like, this is, a, and then he's laying in his, in his chair and she makes his tape recorder fantasy come true. Mm-hmm. And dude, yeah, I what a callback. Yeah. Like Connor, I know it's got the sad thing in there, but dude, I'm telling you. No, no, I, I agree. She, she is so in it, it in that scene. And it's, it's what she said earlier. She says, I can be, the, you know, fan, these yes. men's fantasy. I'm, I I'm even good at it. didn't that connection, yeah. but she walks into a room and she knows what she, their fantasy she is. She becomes his fantasy that he talked about, what, an hour and a half ago yep. at the beginning of the movie in front she of the She spent enough the time with him. Yeah. And she, even one further, his fantasy of having someone to be with while he dies. God, yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. yeah. But she picks up on that every time they talk about sex or have sex. The first time she went down on him, it mm-hmm. was it's always him reaching for a drink or combining yes. a drink with yes. the thing he'll drink while sex is happening. So she goes Every You know what? I, I would I would argue that everything else in the movie dealing with sex is sad except that moment because it's truly her going I've read you, this is what you want. It might be and, the most and, honest and, sexual moment in the movie. True. Well, uh, yeah, and it, it, I would say except end. for the very, the very Until last. The very this is a couple True. on vacation. But yeah, yeah, right? it's, it's so like, sweet. Again, yeah, like great, whatever nudity and everything. It's a sex scene, but it's so sweet the way that she does it, and she's just reading him. She yes. knows what he wants. She knows what will make him happy, and it's this. It's the combination of her, the object of his affection, and alcohol. The, the primary of object of his yeah. uh, of his lust, correct? Yeah, right. Yeah, his lust isn't even for her; it's no, for it's the for alcohol. alcohol. It's his romantic affection is for her. His sexual desire is for the alcohol. Yeah, it's Great. yeah, yeah. I mean that, but she's so sweet in the way that she combines those two things, and, and it's and it's, she's just lovely. We see like the way that she does it is, and just, she is just lovely. And the cinematography, yeah, but she, she's, but no, I get yeah, it. she's so sweet about it i just keep using that word because she's so sweet the the eye the can the about eye of the camera yeah. changes during this scene too it mm-hmm. goes from presenting us a scene to not macro shots but it's mm-hmm. giving us the fantasy eye view and it's intimacy it's, yeah yes. it's, it's true intimacy not gross it's not prostitute the male john that we talk about male so, gaze yeah. sort of thing it is true intimacy between two people who love each other yeah and who against all odds in this tiny amount of time have fallen deeply madly in love with each other and that's why they need each other yeah. that's why i think i think i i think that is what i mean that this is the most honest sexual moment in the movie the other I, I think the yeah. other sex stuff with even with the sadness and the sorrow i think the other sex scenes are well shot because they're totally hot they sure. are but this one resonates yes this one feels real it's real it's it's yeah. the only one that's real everything else has a veneer of this one matters yes. the other ones are kind of don't this means something you know yeah and it's it's totally beautiful and it makes it just cut you so much deeper when it all goes wrong 
for me, it goes wrong before the table. Yeah. It's when when she goes, why don't you come back to the room? And he turns and says, (sighs) let me grab my little drinky. Mm hmm. And that that's it. You have this this incredible moment. Absolutely. He's he's. He's picking. He's, he's made it clear who his number one girl is, and it's, and it's the his bottle. Little drinky. And it's not his little Sarah. Drinky. And, and he, yeah, and he falls to the table, God, and he becomes a prickly pear. And God damn it! The motel owner comes over, and dude, she is. That's rough. she's pretty awful. We get a lot of screw ups that come through here, yeah. and Sarah looks at her like, "What did you just say?" And she goes, "So why don't you just take yourself and your liquor and your loud mm-hmm. talk back to your room and you check out in the morning and never come back ever She's again. She's very civil about it. But she is. She but is. Fuck. But get out. And I, this is my livelihood and you are interrupting it. Never show your face Sucks, here again. Dude. That's rough. Um, okay. And we spiral downward from here. Yeah, and then it <laughs> only gets better from here. Yeah. Oh. So the next thing that happens pretty much after this um, they get back home. This is the... We talked about it earlier. It's when he has the shakes. He goes into the shower. He mm-hmm. gets drunk. He won't even eat plain rice. She says, I want you to see a doctor. He says, I'm going to leave then. Yep. Yeah. She leaves. He leaves. And where she goes, she goes out to work. And she meets these three asshole kids. And I would... If you guys are cool, I, I, can we go through it as fast as possible? Yeah. How deep do we want to get into this want. scene? Because it sucks. I do want to talk with you yeah. briefly because we have a unfortunate amount of experience with <laughs> yes. this type of thing. Yeah. So she runs into two jocks and one really quiet guy. Oh, yeah. And we find out they, they all three of them hire her, which is against her rules. She only ever hires one, out with she one, only one dates one at, yep. She says, I only date, I only date one, one at a time. time. Yeah, there's that. There's that a furnace. Sorry, <laughs> but no, it's all good. Completely screw your levels there. <laughs> no, I fine. tried. It's like 65 degrees it, in here. Right I'm now. getting a little chilly. <laughs> it doesn't even really pick anything up. All right, gold. good, good. So they they pick her up and they take her to a motel and they're blaring this loud, obnoxious music and they have a video the camera. camera. Yep. The camera. Is the camera the bothers worst me too. Thing. It's not even. It's not even the fact that they have a camera. It's that weird, like, MTV feel. It's voyeuristic, and it's, who are they going to show that tape to? Exactly. I mean, what are you going to do with that tape? This is before the internet. It's it's before, like, I I mean, it's 95, so it's primal internet, but... This is before not, video streaming or yeah. not. Al, Al goes, what is that tape for, if not to relive this hedonistic, horrifying act that you've committed? And mm-hmm. it's, man, it's pretty... Yeah. God, so, it's brutal. So they're it's like, hey, so we, we want this guy to come. We, we want you to fuck our friend. For, she says, okay, look, there are three of you, but I'm only doing one at a time. Yep. And they're like, okay, our friend first. It's his first time. We really want to videotape it because it's his first time. And she's like, she's kind of like, all right, whatever, you idiot assholes. But then she realizes that something's wrong because this guy comes in and he's not making eye contact with anyone. And Something he's shuffling. is wrong. Yeah. And dude, t- to the movie's credit, it takes about 30 seconds for you as a viewer to realize that he's not just shy. He's kind of mentally challenged. Yep. And we've seen this before. Yes, not we only have. That, I, is he gay? Possibly. Is that the subtext we're supposed to pick up on? Because she makes it sort of a flippant remark. She says, wouldn't you rather fuck your friend or well, something like that? Well, the, I think that's and more he, like and it enrages yeah. him. He's furious about it. Maybe. But that, is that I don't know, I don't know homosexuality? If, that's I don't know if that's textual, there? but I think that is a possible read right. for yeah. sure. Because yeah. the, he says it, dude, and the way he says it is the way that a child would say it. Yeah. Like embarrassed and awkward because yes. he, what he says is, 
and I, I want to fuck you in your butt. Something's terribly wrong there. And she's he's, like, he's just, not, and she knows he is okay. not, he's not yeah. okay. She knows because that's why they're, that's why they're buying him a prostitute. Right. Yeah, it's that classic horrible trope right. of we're gonna get the mentally get challenged kid. To the yeah, justify our own. Actually, whatever. It's that's just, the, ugh, that is, this is literally the plot that happens in I Spit on Your Grave, the remake. The remake. Yeah, oh, the, is it the, really? The first remake, because remember, it's uh, in, the, yep. in the kitchen. Yep, that's right. So here's, so she gets raped badly, but we don't see it at first. And this is what I want to talk about, because I think that the way that they hold back the punch until, until you, until you think it isn't coming makes it more effective. It makes it, it makes it feel it's fucked is what it's it is It's utterly fucked because here's what happens here's what happens because i was thinking thank god i don't i didn't want to see so that I. I know that's so gonna happen I. thank you movie for sparing me that i can fill in the blanks myself the, the and just when you think the mentally handicapped guy punches her in the face god. and we basically fade to black before anything is seen and we're and i'm with and you I'm dude thinking, i was like you. oh good okay good 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 and then we the reveal is we see her look at her face in the mirror and her face that is shot. Yeah, it's really bad. Her lips are busted up. Her <sighs> eye is swollen shut. She's got black eye on both sides. And you're one- her jowl is so swollen. It looks like she has, like she's come unglued on that side of yeah. her face. It's so upsetting. And that, when you were like, oh, we're good. We're past it. We're out of it. I, you know, you see her face, and we're like, okay, I can, I can stand this. Nope. I can look at her face. And that's when we get the flashback. God, and you. This is why I want to I want to give the film credit because yep. it makes it it makes you feel it more because it makes you think you're safe the, the way that she. That's felt exactly she was what safe. it is. It makes you feel like you're safe and you're. It's gonna save you from the pain. Yeah, it's unflinching, and that's what makes it. it is, this movie is so utterly unflinching. So unflinching, and it's so. God damn it. The uh, it's goddamn brilliant. It it's brilliant and one of the most brutal and upsetting Horrific. things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's so upsetting. The I think it was very brave of this film also to stay on Elizabeth Shue in the shower as long as it. God, did. that whole thing with the with mm-hmm. the blood, yeah. Ugh. Because, yeah, I mean, the, we can skip the cab driver because that's just he's just yeah. it's that's just, just Lou a, Rawls it, talking. It's, to it's right, extra. Right. No, no, not that one. The, oh, the white oh, the asshole cab guy. driver. God, that but guy sucks. Stupid. What's What's interesting about the because maybe this is practice for our December Patreon sure. episodes. But one of the things that's interesting about the choice to do a wide shot with her with the subject her in the bottom left corner is it creates space and makes her seem smaller, but it also it draws your eye to everywhere around and then to her and it takes you a second to, to notice see what's the happening. Yep. It was, and that's why we hold for so long. You have to allow you have, yep. your audience to be able to take that all in and then the moment of discovery and then to hold just long enough yeah, after that very to well make done. you feel horrible. Yeah. And you do and you should. Yeah. And I think that, that we all felt exactly the same thing. It's truly yes. upsetting. And yeah, it is. It is truly, truly horrible. I mean, my next note after that scene is: this is an emotionally punishing film. Yes, this mm-hmm. is a. By the end of this movie, it's almost like a trial to keep watching. Every second costs you something emotionally. Yeah. And what keeps you on that fucking ride is the quality. The quality and our two actors. Yeah, the performances. You can't look away, nope. man. No, you really they're, can't. They're the this, heart and soul any, of the, the film. The, yeah, and it, <clears throat> any 
any bit of performance dip, and I'm out. I'm sorry. At this point? This no, it's just in, in this film in general. Oh, because, there, there, because you can't keep watching something so brutal if it's not If it's not to this performed level. If it's even just a fucking of, hair. Yeah. No. Unless you're watching for the show, because we've definitely well, then we watched, have to do that. We've no, watched I, really punishing movies oh, sure, that aren't sure, very sure, sure, good, sure. and we're like, "Why are you doing this again?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. yeah. So I was gonna say, like, let's move on to something happier, but there's nothing. There's happier nothing because happier. the next thing that happens is Ben dies, and now we have to talk about this. And if well, you guys the wanna... next thing that happens is Ben picks up Mariska Hargitay and takes her back to the hotel room. Yeah, and then, then leaves Sarah for... comes home yeah. and finds them, <laughs> and that's. I like the flashback that that happens at the at the casino. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up when he's he's playing Wait, crabs. No, I'm sorry, we have our timeline wrong. He picks her up before the brutal scene happens. He does. He does. I I skipped. Over, I, I didn't. Take yeah, notes we skipped on over that. I'm I'm sorry. I got but, our timeline wrong. But if you want to go back before the rape scene, we we don't. No, we don't need to. I'm just saying that's sort of the impetus. I I think she's yeah. That's what she's really at rock bottom at that point when she finds those guys. Not saying that is any reason for what happens whatsoever but clearly she's like she's already at rock bottom that's and then is driven even good, further yeah. that's probably why she go, goes with them rather than sticks to her rules is she's right. like well i guess fuck it because fuck everything because he's yeah, out of yeah, my yeah. life and this sucks and yeah dude and the it just, one thing i fucking care yeah it's, it's another turn he of the gets screw. he gets uh marishka just because she's out doing her normal job and he's sick of it and i don't think there's a particular john she's with that upsets it he's no. just like I'm gonna go get drunk and whatever happens happens and then yeah, right. yeah that's that's when she she kind of picks she, him up. She at comes the, home and he goes, "Why don't I crap get a couple of hours at the couch?" Yeah, and she goes, "Get out!" And that's yeah. when they split up, and that's yep. when she goes back out. Yep, yep, yep. So they're apart for a while. She gets evicted she comes, from her apartment. Oh, because what they see right. her come home. She after gets she's evicted after that whole thing. Yeah, the same morning. God. The same morning. Shower. And after that fucking cab driver. Yeah. Xander Berkeley, by the way, the who's wor- also in Sid and Nancy. That's oh, who the uh, cynical cab driver wow. is. That's what he's credited he's in Terminator as. Terminator 2? As, yes. He's a good actor. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's I in hate Heat. In this, he's in Taken. He's in... Yeah. So, they're apart for a while. She goes looking for him. After she's been raped and kicked out of her apartment, and she's just totally at, at loose ends, she's like, you can... There's this moment where she's like, no, I'm not going to... I, this isn't how this works. I'm not mm. going to go out this. I, I'm not going to go out this way, and I'm not going to let Ben go out this way. So right. she goes to and tries to track him down. She goes to some casinos where he might have been. I like her yeah. moment with the bouncer where she spits in his face. I thought that was good. <laughs> and I, I actually like the bouncer's reaction where because she spits in his face, he respects her a little bit yeah. more. He looks at her like, all, all right. right, yeah, yep. mm-hmm. it's totally what that right because just before that he's out. Yeah. Get out! Like, like you're not allowed. It won't, in and here. he says it won't be yeah. so nice next time. And that's right. when she stops and turns around. <clears throat> turns around, because, spits in his face. And you yeah. know why she does that? Because she just what's she's gonna got, be worse? She's than got what, nothing, nothing left to lose. Yeah. It's not gonna she's be so nice next left. time. What are you gonna do? Yeah, to me? What do you? Fuck you what could you possibly do? Eye. She has nothing left to lose at that, that point. Yeah. It's a, dude, it, again, it's a great moment in this movie. And then so finally, she tracks down. She tracks Ben down in this fucking flea bag. Dark. He's got all the curtains. It's worse drawn. than the hole you're in. This is like the fucking. It's bad. Yeah, dude. It's the basement in the hole. It's like a, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a best yeah. western. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, it's it's a bad. He's she's he's in like a motor court shitty Horrible. bad. Motel. Twelve dollars a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and like if they find you dead they just put you on the sidewalk they don't even call anyone it's that they barely change the sheets and she comes in and she sees him and she's like she comes over to him and she's like do you want me to get you help and he goes dude and he's coughing and um he's basically like no i want i just want to see you i just want to see you and then he sees her and he goes what happened and the fact that he has the fact that he's that far gone and he has genuine concern for her yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Still more concerned. Totally loaded in <sighs> at this point, because he does die about an hour after this. He's in he's in organ failure and he's mm-hmm. he's coming in and out of shock. And when he sees her face he, <coughs> Sorry, I blacked out for a second there. He <laughs> calls her too. Shirt. Yeah. She gets that phone call and oh, that's how he, he finds him. He tells her right, over right. the phone. Fu- you can't hear his end of the phone call, but it's well, he, that's enough, buddy. Um, it's very clear that on that phone call, he tells her like, this is it. You got to come now because I'm going like, I, I think that's the, that's the mm-hmm. subtext of that phone call is yeah. like, this is the end. This is where I'm at. This is how you can find me. Yeah. Like, you know, the, I don't like he's, he's done. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't, Maybe he says, I don't want to be alone. I like that we don't hear his side of it. Because, do in laps. Thank you for jumping over the cables, little dog. I appreciate that. Um, My dog is a menace. I'm so sorry, you guys. It's all good. It's all good. Um, Trin's so nice compared to him. No, we He's throw her in the poop. crate, dude. She Because she actually I, pulled one out before. I may need to put him in the crate. Um, so, there's this really... the You don't expect what happens in the... In the last moment. Not even at all. Because what we, and we, I love that we don't explicitly see it either. What happens is Ben is, Ben is dying and he reaches out and he takes a little swig from his vodka bottle and he's got his head back and he like gets his, he, it looks like he's getting under the covers a little more. And then you kind of see the covers moving a little bit Mm -hmm. around his groin. Yeah. And Sarah's not, Sarah's like, what are you doing? Are you, oh, Oh, okay. No. And then, dude, it's really beautiful. She says, no, let me do that. Yep. And, and then, you know, dude, she, it's so strange to talk about sex and death at the same moment. But, you know, she starts stroking this guy that she's fallen in love with who is literally dying. Dying right now. Right now. But they've never been together. Ever, not once. Nope. And this is him in like final few synapses firing, and that's what he's saying is he's like, you know, this is something that I want before I go. I regret that we didn't do this. That was that was on me. Mm. And dude, one of the most heartbreaking lines I've ever heard in any movie is because it's dirty talk from a dying man. <laughs> he says. See how hard you make me, Angel. And he calls her Angel multiple times yeah. throughout the movie. He keeps saying, she doesn't some like kind it. of angel. She doesn't she like doesn't it either. Like the yeah. one time he says, like, are you some kind of angel sent yeah. to me from some of one of my drunken fantasies? And she yeah. rolls away from him. That's way earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. At this point, she's she's helping him. She's helping him to die. And, dude, I I mean, I, I'm already at this yeah. point, like, what, like, breaking. But when she... What does he say? When they're done, he just goes, wow. wow. That's that's like, the last word he says golly. before he dies. It's the morning after. Yeah. Because she's asleep. 
what happens is she throws she gets a leg over him and has sex with him. Mm-hmm. He's totally unable to do anything. He's completely done. But yeah. and I love I love the subtlety of the performance because there's nothing lascivious about this. We've seen three scenes that have sex and alcohol in them and all three of two of them were definitely sexy one of them was sexy and meaningful and there's nothing even remotely erotic about this and yet it is the most romantic and powerful it's so sexual heartfelt. moment yeah it's mm-hmm. so heartfelt it's and just truly real. loving that's what it is it's it's loving mm-hmm. between two people it's just i mean the Ooh. and the, i i love that the film manages to make this explicit without being leery or gaudy yeah. because yeah. it's clear that they 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 have sex and to completion he gets off mm-hmm. and then they fall asleep they, they she lays down next to him and they fall asleep and we cut to the next morning and nicholas cage opens his eyes and he he looks at her and maybe the worst thing in this movie the final nail in my heart is when he when he dies he turns away from her and looks at the liquor bottle on the bedside table yeah and he says wow and then his hand goes limp and he's dead mm-hmm. and that's the movie yep that's it i mean the the last line is great because we cut to we get a little bit it's of a, a little one more of her the in the therapist's yeah. office a, yeah, yeah good it's a denouement with elizabeth shoe and the mm-hmm. last lines are i loved him i really loved him and then you get credits and you're like you get a final still shot of, yeah, his, of face. his face all <laughs> like, goofy well but no it's do you know <laughs> yeah. which moment it is it's when he saw her. Is it when he saw her for the first time? It's not when he saw her for the first time. It's when she said, do it, Ben. Come and stay at my place. And he oh. realizes that she's being truly kind and he smiles like a child. Gosh, you're smile. right. Yeah. That is the moment. Rip my goddamn heart wow. out of my chest. Dude, but again, well. like I know, <laughs> listeners, I'm telling you, I I, under, I fully understand that was a what, ride, man. what we just did. And you. readers, I, I cried. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, yes. but yeah. okay, I mean, does, do any of us give it less than ten out of ten? No, it's a goddamn masterpiece. It's really good. This movie's fucking flawless, yeah. except for maybe except for the, the little the hotel I'm sign. In. But like, I'm willing to, I'm willing I'll, to forgive I'll give that. that a pass. I'll give it a Absolutely. pass <laughs> for sure. So, dude, listeners, if you want, if you want a heavy, a heavy ride, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> hey, know? hey, guys, if you want to cry a lot. <laughs> If it's you want to cry a and lot feel and just generally very sad, <laughs> we're so, we're so deep in we might as well do it. So final thoughts, anyone? Carl, do you have any final? I mean, I mean this will continue to be a regular watch for me. And just being it was through a different lens now. Connor, uh, I'm the exact opposite. I don't know if I can watch this again. It was really tough. Uh, uh, there's something it, about it that, that just I I like I lie. Maybe no. I'll take like ten years off and yeah. then watch it again. Well, like I I, I don't time, know. So, it's yeah. it's truly one of those ones that's yeah. It's amazing and I don't want to watch it again because it's, like it's hard. I was gonna say that's Schindler's List. Movie it's, that I it's, watch frequently. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Carl, weird. we're gonna have to talk after this. I'm I'm with Carl. It's on not this that one. I'm enjoying the the hurt or the no, pain. The, no, there's nothing uniquely, enjoyable about no. it. It's just it is a masterpiece. I think it's, that I don't yeah, want to forget yeah. what it means to be sure. human. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, I mean, is that not that sounds weird saying, but like, no, I know exactly what you mean. This is a look at two t- two humans that we don't see very often. And also, I like to re- maintain my perspective on. If I think I like this quote, like some, if I'm having a bad day, I have to remember, remind myself I'm feeling really bad that I shit today mm-hmm. in drinkable water. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's right. So I think that sometimes watching things like Schindler's Gosh, List and this yeah. kind of ground me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There are movies that I watch every so often that I know will absolutely break me, but I have to watch them, you know, once every five, yeah. 10 years. Cause I'm just like, I put it's, this it's in- like a hit, you know, I got to get a hit of that again. Like that just base emotion yes. where I just fall into a puddle of, you know, I'm just a mess afterwards. Yeah. Is I'm, it Sabrina? Do you watch Sabrina over and over? Sabrina. Was that a movie or just a TV show? Humphrey Bogart. And, oh, that. Yeah. I thought you meant Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, no. <laughs> shit. Like, no. Sorry. I mean, the, look. Melissa the Joan Hart the makes me emotional. <laughs> if this one for me is like Straw Dogs. It's a masterpiece. Oh, this is there. Uh, but I, I, this is like once every three years maybe yeah. for me once every two by regular watch that's what i mean i think oh yeah uh, not yearly anyway. this will yeah. not be airing at the quillen filmies Fuck you know no. what's you know what's one like that and i i may be outing myself and i may be just completely embarrassing myself in front of you guys but uh a movie that is like that for me is the movie vanilla sky i don't know if you've ever seen that Dollars? but it it, it fucks me up have you seen it max okay before you laugh fucking brilliant before you laugh it is one of the most existentially fucked movies I'll I've watch ever it. seen. It, that I, ending scene in that movie messes me up I don't, so bad. I still don't really understand But it's one of my favorites. Movie. We'll watch it together yeah. sometime, Carl, there because it's no so... Film I will not watch. I can't get out of that movie without just crying devastating tears. It's it's so... It's probably one of Tom, also, Tom Cruise's Cruise, best performances. So we've talked about Tom Cruise on this podcast before. We definitely have. All of his personal life aside, God, what an actor. Yep. He just... He delivers every time. That's is, all I'll say about him. He just <laughs> until we sit down to watch Vanilla Sky because that's the oh. kind of episodes you can get when Connor Sweeney's on <laughs> oh, the show. Man, oh man, we should watch it for this show. It's it's you want to you want to ugly cry again? Like is that yeah? I need I'll ugly ugly cry. So on we'll watch this that and then we'll watch the diving bell and the butterfly. I just and we'll have a great time, Carl. We're stupid. I just realized what we have to watch next. <laughs> we're dumb people. We're really truly stupid people. All right, well, listeners, we should, we should wrap this up so we can get to yeah something, something fun. Else. Listeners, we went really it's long. It's not fun, Max. You don't know. It's not fun. It's harrowing. You don't know me, bro. I thought Human Centipede was fun. It's it's not fun. What I will say is it's metal as fuck. <laughs> See, that's what's right. fun to me. Totally in. All right, so let's get out of here. Get ready. Here listeners, we, go. we are... Let's, watch let's take, this movie. Just take them all. Yeah, we'll take them all. So we are a listener-supported... podcast. piss po- number four for those of you it. that are counting. We're a listener-supported <laughs> podcast. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash quillandfilm, Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M. That comes with all sorts of perks. You get full-length bonus episodes covering all of the sequels and remakes and sometimes shit that Connor and I, or Connor and I, Carl and I just want to watch. Actually, you know what? There's another perk. If you're one of our patrons, as Connor Sweeney is, yeah. sometimes you just end up on devastating emotional episodes that leave you hollow inside. Absolutely. You also get to see all of David Rowney's wonderful comments. I have to shout him out because I love that lovely British man. favorite, dude? I love I, David Rowney so much. <laughs> David Rowney, I'm talking right to you right now. This is Connor Sweeney. I love you so much, buddy. He's one of <laughs> Dude, his Patreon comments are like universally hilarious. He's the best. All right, so some of our other patrons who we love to shout on in every show, uh, Casey Scheibe, John Scheibe, Connor Sweeney. That's me! Daniele Hartele. Uh, it's Danielle Hartley. I should probably say her name like right one time. <laughs> um, Katie Hartley. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Carol, Danielle Hartley, um, Katie Clark, Kelly and Mike Wagner, we Connor and I are having trouble not just goofing off. 
Kelly and Mike Wagner, David Kelly, Rowney, Brian Jackson, William Rockwood, and sister, oh. sister Sarah Harley. Way to rock the bit, brother man. There it is. I did it. Measuring Clicks Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to go eat mac and cheese and watch the shit out of a movie that you can hear if you head on over to Patreon. We're going to watch another Nicolas Cage flick. We are going to watch. Connor, what are we watching tonight? Mandy. I feel like we're going to watch Mandy. Mandy.